Jenna, welcome to the Smoke Pit. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's been kind of a challenging morning, but we got here. Yes, we definitely, we made it work. We're here, ready to go. <laughs> so you uh, landed on my radar as the millennial veteran. And I, I got, so what happened? There, or was it just you're in this middle range or like, you know, the, the, the kids are going, okay, boomer. And, you know, the older folks are these Gen Z motherfuckers. And you're like, I'm going to get in front of this. Yeah, so it started out, me and my husband were going to the Legion because we're like, we're veterans now. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So we get there, and we're definitely the youngest by a generation, maybe two generations. And so they would always, when we would come, they'd be like, where are the young people? Come bring your friends. And I was like, I, I don't know. So I was you know, sitting in my garage one day, and I was making a blog post about <laughs> something, and I just thought, why not be the millennial veteran? Let's let's go with that. You might as well. When they ask you, hey, why aren't there young people here? Well, I don't know. Swap out the stale pretzels for avocado toast, and you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll get some folks in here. Yes. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So so tell me about your service. When did you uh, you ended up in? Actually, you have a funny story of how you ended up in the military, or or, or like a fucking margarita, or something that changed your entire trajectory, right? <laughs> Yeah, so in high school, you know, I was kind of more of a partier, and I knew the Navy would straighten me out, and my recruiter talked me into going Intel. I thought it was really cool, and that was a six-year contract, so I was all set to go, and then I went to Hodag, which is in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. It's a big country music festival. It's a lot of fun, Okay. and we were camping there, and my friends got in trouble the night before, so you think I would have been smart enough to stay away. Yeah, no, that's not what we do, but go on. Exactly, so I was walking back to the camper with my friend's grandparents and some guy came up to us he's like i'm trying to empty my cooler help me empty my load you want a straw burrito and i was like hell yes i want a straw burrito who doesn't want a straw burrito right exactly i'm telling you they were the white claws back in the day do you remember that i do yeah of course yeah when they first came out they were sensational <laughs> at, they, at least they weren't bud light limes or whatever those weird things were oh i definitely had a bud light lime face yeah. too oof yeah. that yeah, can't even think about that. But so I was already drinking, but since I had that in my hand, we walked past some cops. Yeah. And I was, you know, lying about my age, and he was an Air Force veteran. And I told him, I was like, hey, I'm going in the Navy. Please let me go. And he's like, <laughs> I wouldn't want someone like you in our military, anyhow, underage drinking. He was one of those guys. And I was like, I'm screwed. So, yeah, I got I don't it. want someone like you in my military. That's that's the Marine Corps approach to recruiting. Like, you don't fucking want to be here, do you? That's that's generally not the Air Force. Yeah. The Air Force is more like, yeah, come on in. Cookies and ice cream on the left, promotions on the right. Make yourself comfortable. The only thing I can think of was that he because he was an MP, like he yeah. had that mentality. I mean, it makes sense. We're talking about a, a, a species of human that woke up one day and decided, I want to arrest service members for a living. <laughs> I mean, it takes a kind of a special kind of person to want to be an MP, you know? Exactly. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and so he had a vengeance, and I was his target, and yep, he wrote me the ticket. Next day, I called my recruiter, and looking back, I shouldn't – you didn't even have to call your recruiter. They never would have found you out. You just ratted on yourself, didn't you? I did, but I was – I'm still, like, such an honest person that I had to get it off my chest. Oh, you fucking narc. Oh, I know, <laughs> you, I know. You narked on yourself. I did, but it it worked out in the end. I 
the recruiter said that they sent it up. Some chief said that they didn't want me to go intel anymore. Again, I don't know how this works back then. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? I'll look for another contract for you. And it ended up being with weather, which is way cooler than intel i think okay yeah you got to play what nancy gribble uh from from king of the hill yeah I that's got cool to, you know do the old finger lick stick it in the air <laughs> that's what's going on but really that's what my job was for a while i was an observer i just told you what was going on in the moment so you literally just looked out the window and went yep fucking raining <laughs> yeah i would say there's like clouds out there how low are they i'd have to tell you that the temperatures but wow Wow. Yes. That, that I mean, that's this has got to be like one of the easiest jobs in the military. You deliver, you just look out the window and report on what you see. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's a little more technical than that because there's also a... Because if I'm oversimplifying this, help me understand because <laughs> you're painting a pretty simple picture. Yes, yes. Okay, so meteorology, we actually had five months of training and our training was at an Air Force base, which... Wow, like hotel service. I was Ugh. sending pictures to my friends who were in the barracks up yeah. in Great Lakes. I'm like, yeah, I'm in a hotel. I don't mm-hmm. even have to dump my trays at the dining facility. <laughs> it's not even called a chow hall. Yeah, I, I felt luxury. But we did more of, um, you know, atmospheric readings, what's going on, how are the radars responding to the atmosphere. So you had to know yeah. a little more technological. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Respectable. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. yeah. Now, I, I had, I mean, it didn't change the course of my life or anything, but I said yes not to a strawberita, but to a case of Bud Light in the barracks. Shortly after getting to my first unit, ended up with my second Article 15. Uh, yeah, for drinking underage also. Um, I didn't rat on myself, though. CQ did a fine job of ratting me out Yes. for me, you know. Good for them. It's a motivated E4 that was, you know, desperate to make E5 and thought that that was the ticket. Whatever. I don't hold anything against them to this day. No, okay. not at all. No, not at all. Rick. <laughs> so what what happened? Did you have to go to – did you get NJP'd or uh, – We just call it an Article 15. Okay. So, yeah, I had to, uh, you know, pull pull – guard on the barracks over the weekend so you know full battle rattle checking ids of everyone that came to the barracks if somebody was drinking i had to check their id and make sure that they were of age now imagine what that's like you know i'm i'm living with like the senior crustiest saltiest members of the e4 mafia and here's brand new private goldstein who's been with the unit for maybe a month or two and i'm checking their ids how fucking fun do you think that was for me I, I'm sure you checked them so diligently and carefully and reported everyone. Yeah. Every, I mean, if I wasn't getting the shit beat out of me, yes, that's what I did. Sure. <laughs> I mean, half of that ended up with, fuck you, new guy, drink. Them just forcing me to drink more. Like, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, see, the army's yeah. a whole different beast, really. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I was supposed to see Seven Mary Three that weekend. This is, uh, do you remember them? I mean, no. with a millennial veteran, as a mill- you should remember. Okay, I'm they a did that song cumbersome. That sounds. I have become cumbersome. Sound familiar? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Maybe if I sung it well. Let me try again. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I, I'm digging it. I like it, but it's, well, that's cool. It's not ringing a bell. That's fair. They were they were kind of niche. Probably why they were playing a dive bar in Clarksville. 
in oh, 2005. Those are the best shows, though. Come those on. are the best shows. I mean, you feel like you're right on stage with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know them. They're they're performing just for you. It's intimate. It's mm-hmm. just more intimate performance that way. Yeah. It just is. Those are always the best ones. They are. I've been to a few shows down in the Norva at in Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah. And it was awesome. It's just kind of a smaller venue and... Fun. Yeah, I saw Social Distortion. Please tell me you know them. No. <sighs> <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> no, I, I, it was great. I saw them in Vegas, and you know, Vegas, you think like yes. the MGM and shit like that. Like, no, it was a fucking dive, and it was exceptional. Oh, it was a phenomenal sounds, show. Talk about like awesome. an intimate crowd. It was. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Got you can smell everyone. You got everyone's sweat on you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. The best. Doesn't take much to open up a pit. No. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. (laughs) What was the most fun mosh pit you've been in? Oh, man. So I was actually pregnant and (laughs) (laughs) me. I I did not expect this to go that way. I know. I know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's um, Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. We went to go see them at the Anthem in D.C., that's a good one. And we were right up front, my husband and I. And he had to actually hold the railings at the front uh-huh. and guard me because yep. I wasn't that far pregnant. I was only about three months. But still, he just wanted to protect me because the mosh pit was right there. It was fun. I mean, we were having fun, but I, nice. I just had to be a little more safe. You do. Yeah, yeah that's that's fair. <laughs> yes. I yeah. think one of the most rowdy mosh pits I've ever been in. Actually, you know what? I was going to say Clutch. Clutch mm-hmm. generally has a pretty rowdy pit, but you know some of the roughest pits I've been in actually Primus. Oh. Yeah. Real? It's always the unexpected bands, I feel like. You're like, "What are we doing? This is yeah. a Switchfoot concert." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect Hanson to be this violent. What is this? Right? <laughs> But, I mean, when, when Primus goes into Winona's Big Brown Beaver, holy shit. The whole crowd just erupts. It's wild. That is, that is a special moment in music. Yeah. You just can't you can't buy that feeling. You, you know? can't. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got to be there. So how's civilian life treating you? It's good. You know, I still work for the Navy on the civilian side, so I'm still pretty connected to it. Um, That's good. But... You know, it's it's been an adjustment, but a good one. I That's mean, good. I, yeah. And you, you spend a lot of time in that arena helping people kind of make that transition, right? Yes. Tell me about your work there. Yeah, so we have – it started out as just me and two of my friends making a Facebook group called the Millennial Veterans because there's more than just one, more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just throwing resources around. I had just done an internship in Congress at the House Committee of Veterans Affairs. Ooh. So I really learned about the world the world of veterans, politics, and the struggles that people have. And I wanted a way to reach out because, honestly, I was kind of discouraged by the politics of it. There's a lot of people, oh, I want my name on this bill. We don't want to do this one. Even though it makes yeah. sense, I just want the one with my name on it sort of thing. Sure. So I wanted to do kind of a grassroots way of how to help my friends because once they found out I did that internship, everyone was calling me, how can I apply for my GI Bill? I'm moving overseas. What do I do? 
And I was like, I'm throwing you all in a group and we can talk there. And, and from there, it's just been people adding others and more and more and, and kind of grown into its own thing. Nice. Yeah. And what does its own thing look like? So it's, I had to make the group private because I had so many people offering free motorcycles for veterans, and then they would just end up being scammers. Uh, yeah, yeah, generally speaking, yeah. sure. Yes, those type of people. So we made the group private, which kind of slowed the growth down, but we got 1,300 people in there. And, nice. And we got different chats in there, which are fun, so you don't have to – because the Facebook algorithm, it's kind of – you know, you're just – throwing in the wind pretty much and with these chats you can actually reach people and people are always standing by ready to answer questions and help okay not bad yeah. not bad yes is that kind of like your big thing you're passionate about these days it's my passion because what i do and my job is contracts and it's hard to be passionate about contracts right it's really hard to be passionate about contracts like painfully hard to be passionate about contracts it is but so many people i work with are and i'm like how like 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 they're actually passionate about contracts oh yes yes there is a reference we have called the far um federal acquisition regulations and they have that bitch memorized uh that's is that like the civilian equivalent of like somebody knowing the fm7-8 front to front to back probably yes yeah it's just a bunch of regulations it's crazy uh, but, yeah. and what kind of contracting is it uh so i do a lot of foreign military sales okay and i'm just a specialist so i don't negotiate anything yet i'm just kind of working the spreadsheets making sure, sure funding's going to whatever countries but it's kind of cool because i get to see where we're sending money and it's surprising sometimes I'm i'll like, bet it is like what are we doing in yeah, I probably I, can't I, even yeah, say it. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. say it. We've said too much. <laughs> yes. Moving on. <laughs> I was just going to say you might have to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll edit around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to find out where our money's going. Come on. I'll report back later. It is. It's interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Is this, uh, this something you want to do for the long term or? Yeah. Um, no. No, actually, no. So um, I'm doing an internship right now where I make a new GS level every year, and I want to okay. get to my GS 12. And then it's pretty nice being a federal employee because you can transfer departments, you can do something else, and they kind of encourage that. So That's cool. Yeah. Keeps you from getting stale, I guess. Exactly, exactly. Okay. You can see where you really fit in or belong. Nice, nice. And you've got another pet project going on, right? The uh, the workbook? Yes. Tell me about that. Yeah, the veteran workbook. So we had a lot of people posting in the group and saying they were, you know, just sharing what they were doing. So that kind of started my podcast, Vet Chats. And as we were, I was interviewing people, they were just kind of saying the same things over and over again, what they were having struggles with. A lot yeah. of people were having struggles with identity, with recreating structure, because we had so much of that in the military, yeah. um, planning th for their future, because so many people, you know, you had a deployment or you had PCS. So we weren't really thinking ahead in our own terms. And journaling's been such a great tool for me, getting my thoughts out. And I thought, why not make one for veterans? Because 
I get intimidated looking at a blank sheet of paper sometimes. It's like, all right, here, journal. Talk about your thoughts. Yeah. But this guides you through it. And it's actually, I feel like I wrote it for myself because it's a bunch of questions that I've asked myself and had to work through um, myself to better my life and, and really adapt to civilian life. Okay. Yeah. And what was that transition like for you? It was rocky because I yeah. found out I was pregnant, uh, what, three weeks after I got out. Oh, okay. How pregnant were you three weeks after you got out? I was, like, just pregnant. So, yeah. Got it. I was like, what do, what do I do for health care? Um, VA, I just <laughs> called them. I'm like, are you going to cover this? What's, what's going on? Because I was going to college. Yeah. I was ready to focus on that. But, yeah, I had yeah. other plans. That's why, you know, people should – I think you should just take a pregnancy test before you get out. So, you know, ah, maybe I should extend for seven more months. <laughs> right? <laughs> just, yeah. Right. But, oh. The, the maternity uniforms are just not it. I don't think I could do that. Those are atrocious. Those are fucking they disgusting. They are bad. Why, why can't they just wear something else? I don't know. Yeah. And you know what? So I, <laughs> I decided at a very early point in my career that I was going to know the goddamn female regs because I overheard a, a pack of wild female soldiers uh, speaking amongst himself about how you could get away with anything in front of grunts because they don't know shit about Ooh. female regs because they don't have to. And I'm like, oh, bitch, I got something for you in about a year when I make rank. And I did. <laughs> I learned that shit cold. And, you know, when, when uh, my ex-wife and I, we were dual military. So okay. when she was pregnant and or after my daughter was born and I'm going to, you know, drop the kid off at uh, uh, daycare before yeah. before first call, oh, my God, these these – female soldiers in just mismatched fuckery of a uniform yes. would be rolling in and out of there and I'm like hey fix that shit well sergeant you know I'm pregnant so da 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 I'm like okay what does the AR670-1 say about that oh. does it say you can wear fucking ACU trousers with a PT thing untucked no it fucking doesn't and they're like shit this one knows <laughs> he knows but <laughs> To her credit, I, I, I will say this about my ex-wife. She wore full-on ACUs, like not the maternity shit, but like the full-on ACUs and combat boots until the day that she gave birth. Wow. I was impressed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Some people can do it. I She was, uh, she, she was definitely a fucking soldier. Yeah. She was a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> she I, was a real one in that regard. I always forget that you guys don't have steel toes. No. No, steel toes are generally a bad idea. Like if they get crushed, that's that's like taking a, a toe off. That's or two, all right? we wore when I was in. Uh, every was there day. a reason? Um, I guess being on the ship. I don't know. Something fell. So here's what I did. I went to the thrift store and I found a pair of black boots that looked similar. And we wore coveralls on the ship, so it covered the whole boot. You just had to show the toe. Oh wow! And so I had the lightest pair of shoes on. There. <laughs> You just had like a pair of Converse that you spray painted black. Yeah, I was running up and down those ladder wells. They're like, how do you do that so fast? Practice. Cardio, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, amazing. Yeah, so I'm I'm not the person to uh, hold accountable when it comes to regulations because I bent those as far as I could. (laughs) So you know what I learned? (laughs) There's different levels to being fucked up. 
like if you just if you're you know your beret's a little crooked or maybe you're wearing a PC when you should be wearing a beret, someone's gonna mm. nail you to the cross over that shit. Oh. But there is a line in the sand, and on one side of that line, you can get so fucked up in your uniform, like you look like such smashed ass. People think it's on purpose. Right. And that was where I would exist mm-hmm. if I wasn't like accountable in formation. Yes. You know, I would, if I was up in the barracks and, uh, I don't know, hey, they, Sergeant Special School Team, they need you at the company real quick. Yeah, sure. I'd leave my, my trousers on. I'd throw on a pair of, like, running shoes and just run down in uh, no PC. I wouldn't put my blouse on. Just throw on a PT belt and just run. And they just think you're doing PT. Like, why else would you be running in, in you know, yeah. sneakers and, and uh, uh, ACU bottoms mm-hmm. and a PT belt? The belt sends a signal. The belt sends a sing- signal. Yeah. You can get away with anything. Don't question the belt. Exactly. Or, you know, you could also go for the I'm in level two combatives training uniform. Oh, what's that? Uh, that's, you know, uh, flip-flops. That's like ACU or BDU pants, cuffed a couple times, flip-flops, because, okay. you know, you're barefoot on the mats, and just a T-shirt. Oh, okay. Also, you know, PT yeah. belt just for, you know, just because you're running, just mm-hmm. to be safe. But yeah, exactly. it was like you, the you could get to a point where your uniform was so fucked up and out of regs, people just assume you're on some special shit. Like ah, he's got something going on. It's it's not going to get in the way of yeah. that. Sure, yes. it worked. Yeah, I guess it's like the military equivalent of if you carry a clipboard, no one's going to bother you. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, probably like that in the Navy too, though. I mean, the Navy's, like, sort of far enough removed from the military where it's almost the civilian world, right? Yeah, yeah. And, again, on the on the ship, it's so different. I mean, as, as long as you are look like you're going somewhere, don't make eye contact, no one's going to question you. Don't make eye contact. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> just keep it moving. Yeah. You just got to be careful not to pull that shit with your everyday partner in crime. Because yeah. when they see like you and you and that one oh, on some yes. shit together, it's oh, like, no, 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 no. What the fuck are you two up to? <laughs> uh-uh. Come here. Oh, yeah. I had that partner in crime for yeah. sure. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Speaking of on the ships, you also had some like application process to be this partner in crime? You... Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, that type of partner in crime. Yeah, what's what's going on here? Tell so, me about this. <laughs> before we were recording, we were talking about um, deployment. What, what did you Yeah, you like deployment wife or your deployment, deployment girlfriend. Yes, yeah. yeah. So on the ship, we call them boat boos. Boat boos. And I thought it would be so funny to make a PQS, which is a personnel qualification standard. It's a <laughs> list you have to fill out and get signatures. <laughs> To be qualified. So I took that format and I... Do you need references? You have to... Certain people will have to sign off. You know, not everyone can sign off. So if you were going to be, okay, you have to get me snacks from the ship's store or you have to be at, you know, meet me at Chow every day at this sign, you would have to get that signed off by a certain someone who could prove that you could do that. Wow. (laughs) It was... was totally a joke i just made it and printed it off and, <laughs> and brought it a joke around. sure <laughs> i would bring it up to chiefs and people that were really serious that would sign other quals and i'd be like hey could you sign this and they would start reading it and they'd be like 
what the fuck is this? Is this real? Where did you get this? It was. Did you make it look official? Like, yes. like you know, and DOD I had a letterhead and all that shit? Yep, and I would give it to him on a clipboard, so it's official, oh, right? yeah, no. There the, we the, go. The, the clipboard is beyond question. <laughs> yes. That's, that's why I was right about the Navy and the clipboards. Yes, yes. Called it. <laughs> Called it. Yeah, I mean, you're and you're so bored out there. I would be digging on the sh- the share drive, and I also found a birthday cake request shit, and you know, I filled that out. It wasn't. It was going to be someone's birthday, and you could submit it to uh, the mess decks yeah. and the the culinary specialists, and and I ordered a cake. <laughs> and you're not supposed to do that, but I found the request shit, so it looked legit. It looked legit. It sounds yeah. hey. If it looks stupid but it works, then it's not stupid, is it? Exactly, and it's following protocol. Yeah. You can't argue it. What I liked was <laughs> – I mean, so I was infantry, so we didn't have, like, this master share drive where, you know, we all okay. shared – like, it wasn't like that. We had a 7-8. That's where our information came from, and, you know. That's it. But you go into the MWR where, you know, everyone mm-hmm. collectively – some people are sending – you know, some some explicit photos home, and they forget to delete them off the fucking communal computer. What? Yeah, so you'd find that, and maybe oh. you'd set it as the the, the, the desktop yes. screen for the computer before you walk away. <laughs> oh, I would have way too much fun with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was it was a jungle, man. It was, it was savage. Yeah. It's a different time, you know? I mean, especially with the computers, um, the the global the email people would cc the wrong people on emails and they would be <laughs> you know sending something inappropriate to their boyfriend or girlfriend on the ship yep. or back home and you're like oh yeah. what is all this yeah find out a lot i mean at some point i think you just reach that point where you just stop sharing sensitive shit <laughs> yeah outside of whatsapp <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly you gotta learn Gotta you got to learn. learn. And sometimes, yeah, like you said, sometimes it takes a hard lesson to mm-hmm. actually learn something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I did a lot of phone calls on the ship. I had a lot of different offices memorized, and that's that's where I would have my conversations. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to catch that. Yeah. And then if we were out, like, on the on the patrol base or something, and it was just, you know, platoon-level shit, every time you'd, you'd, you'd go into the MWR tent, whatever it was, and... That one guy's like got his back to the wall. He's facing the rest of the room with his laptop up. Like, okay, yeah, he's like sexing with his woman back home or something. <laughs> oh, man. She's yeah. putting on a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and why don't you might as well share? I mean, yeah, right. Like we're all fucking bored, dude. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's going on? Exactly. Just <laughs> pretend it's a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then you get like remember in Jarhead when the wife sends. What, Deer Hunter? Oh, I don't remember that part. Oh, man. I mean, you know, spoiler, but it's cool if you haven't seen Jarhead by now. Like, that's... I don't think I have. That's on you. I don't think I have. Well, I'm going to ruin this for you anyway on principle because you should have seen it by now. I, I, you're right. And you're Jake right. Gillen, Gillenthal? How do you say his Gyllenhaal? name? Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yes. Jake Gyllenhaal. His performance is absolutely flawless. So, if for nothing as else... As always. As always. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've actually I got a Donnie Darko tattoo. So, <laughs> wow, love that guy. Uh, but yeah, no. Someone... Wait, you love him, but you had to ask me how to say his name. Yeah, I'm not so good with the names. <laughs> a lot of fucking TBIs, man. Come on, I just I like, can't pronounce Jill and Gill and I don't know. 
I can barely I mean, pronounce breath kissed. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot where I'm going with this. What was I? Deer Hunter. Um, yeah. Yes. So in, in the movie, someone's uh, wife sends them like Deer Hunter on VHS and they start playing it. It's, you know, the opening credits. And then she taped over it. It's a sex video between her and fucking Jody, who she's cheating on her man <gasps> with. Jody. 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 Fucking Jody. Yep. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, fucking animals. Yes. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to see it now. Now now you have to see mm-hmm. it. What year did that come out? Jesus. I don't know. 2000. Early 2000s? Mid. I want to say mid okay. 2000s. All right. I can use that excuse. I was a little too young. The millennial veteran was too young in the mid 2000s. I'm a younger millennial, you I know. Don't think I'm that... one of the youngest. Mm. So what you're like, like bordering on that? What what was after that Gen Z? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're like yeah. a borderline. So I'd rather claim the millennial. Okay, I'd rather claim millennial than Gen Z too. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't know. That's like, would you rather step in someone's shit or vomit? I. I... <laughs> yeah, I mean. So when I went to college, you know, I went with Gen Z, and it was really a, a cultural awakening. I mean, gosh, when I, my first classroom, they went around and said, tell a little about yourself. And I was like, I'm a veteran. I did a deployment last year on an aircraft carrier. And they look at me like I had three heads. They were like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Yes. Like, it was crazy. Like you did it by accident? Like, ooh, how'd you end up in the military? Exactly. Gross. Exactly. I felt like they looked at me <sighs> like, oh, what? It, what is that about? Like, yeah. Why, what? Yeah. That's, that can be challenging. I, I went back to school in uh, 2015-ish, you know, and at that point I must have been math and poor, I don't know. 20 late 20s okay late 20s and i'm you know in class at maybe even early 30s i don't know my math can't good i do math as well as i pronounce jill and jill yeah um (laughs) man it was rough sitting in class with like 18 19 year old kids with zero world experience Mm -hmm. and all the world opinions oh that was painful yes yeah and imagine being pregnant I can't imagine being pregnant on a good day. I know. Let alone while enrolled in school with a bunch of children. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Just let that settle for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the morning I found out I was pregnant, I went out with the seniors the night before. I finally got invited. I was excited. I was like, hey, like, they're 21. I was. 23 so it's not that crazy okay um and yeah the next morning i woke up and i was like this is not a normal hangover (laughs) this is i'm hungover for two yeah there's something extra about this it's yeah fuck (laughs) that's rough so me and my boyfriend were living together. He's not my husband. And he was still active duty, so he so you, was... you legitimized it pretty quick. That's, that's good. Yeah. It, I, I wasn't, like, out on my own. So it wasn't that scary. You know, it's still scary It wasn't one of those shit. pregnancies. It, it wasn't one of those. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. 
<laughs> yeah. But I mean, what? We were together eight months at the time. Okay. And I had just moved to Maryland and we were living together. He was stationed there, so he went to work that day. Now, there's a story behind how you met your husband, right? What did he fill out one of your PKS slips, and <laughs> how did how did this happen? So we were in Greece at Crete. That's one of they have Suda Bay there where the Navy stops. Okay. Uh, so we were in port there on our deployment, and it was someone's birthday. We were all out at the clubs, and there's only yeah, there's a good chunk of clubs there. Sounds like a really rough deployment. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's four days. For every 40 days, you're working 12 on, 12 off. So you, you only stop every 40 days. Yeah, we can continue to call this a deployment for the sake of the story. <laughs> Go on. It's rough out there. Yeah, it sounds it. I, yeah, what I, what I know of Crete is, uh, oh, what was his name? From, from Good Morning Vietnam, uh, Robin Williams getting off the bird, yeah. fresh out of Crete, and his, yes. you know, what he called Cretan camouflage. Oh, it's gorgeous there. I'll it bet. is. It is really, but again, we're only there for four days, so you got to live it up. And one of those days, you got to stand duty. So uh, really, three days, uh, unless I don't know, you work something out. Yeah, this is sounding harder and harder as the deeper we go. <laughs> go on. So we're out at the clubs, and you know, everyone on the ship. There was a, a DJ on the ship, and he would, he would host places, clubs, and connect with them. It's getting really hard to take this seriously. <laughs> I. I feel like you're fucking with me at this point. Okay, I I really don't want to downplay it because if you're in the Navy, you know the struggle. You know what I'm talking about. Fuck you. Yes. It's, yeah, so you got three days to live it up, and everyone goes to the same club, and it was so stuffy in there, and so I grabbed the guy that I thought was cute and my friend, and I said, hey, do you guys want to go somewhere a little more chill? So we walk down um, to this other bar, and we walk in. And me and my friend, we were dressed alike. She was my um, partner in crime that we were talking about. Got it. (laughs) So we were dressed alike, you know, cute girls. We walk into the club with this one guy, and they whistled. There was a a bunch of guys, and they were a British football team. Football. Football. Football team. Not not football, but football. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they whistled at us, and... My husband, um, he said, hey, like, said something to him, like, you know, and they say, what the fuck did you say? Bam! Knocked him out. Shit. Like, out cold? It or went just... by so fast. He was on the ground, black eyes. They were jumping on him. Some other Navy guys that we knew came and pulled him out of there so quick and he was they put him on a chair in the middle of this cobblestone street he's bleeding and I'm just like um so sorry like whatever and they're like we gotta go hide him before shore patrol because those are the they'll come around and they'll take you back to the ship get you in trouble so they they hit him and I never got his name his last name is Brashashevsky he probably told me did not remember that, of course. That's not one you're going to remember. That's, no, yeah. it's impossible. Um, so we go back. So this this was in June. We got back from deployment in July. I didn't see him again until January. Holy shit. I went to a going away And, of course, party. you didn't recognize him because he didn't have the black eye anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so um, – we were at a going away party, and it was at his house. He lived with, like, five other dudes. They were just 
all piled in this house. <laughs> and I was like, hey, do you remember me? And he was like, yes, of course I do. And we've been together ever since. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're that bitch that got me knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Only to take him home and get he got knocked out again. <laughs> at the roughest bar in wisconsin so wow so that's just kind of his thing he gets knocked out in bars yeah yeah (laughs) you gotta marry him at that point exactly you know this guy gets knocked out for you twice yes yeah what's your last name i can't pronounce it i don't care i'll take it exactly let's do do it (laughs) (laughs) he proved himself that's for sure yeah yeah no that's that's worthy that's good shit How long have you guys been married now? Um, so we decided to have – well, we had gotten pregnant, and then COVID happened, so our wedding got delayed, and then we got pregnant again. So um, we've only been married for a year and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, but we've been together about seven. But a year and a half, and you're on your second pregnancy. Yes. This is impressive. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Just going for a fire team or like a squad size element or he, he what's got the plan? Snipped. We're done. Oh, okay. Good on him. Good on him. Yeah. yeah. He's got three girls, so he's done. Fair. Fair. Can't try for a boy. Just you'll get another girl. And, yep. Donezo. And at this point, if we had a boy, he'd be a drag queen because it's just all girl stuff in the house. He wouldn't know. He wouldn't stand a chance. Exactly. He wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> I actually thought um, when when we were pregnant, we took one of those uh, intelligender tests. Oh, tests, the early tests. ones. Yeah, you piss in a cup, and depending on what color it turns, when you add the shit to it, it, it you know, boy or girl. So my daughter's name originally was Colin Martin Goldstein. Okay. And then after the first, you know, actual scan, it's like, nope. Her name's Grace. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's a really pretty name, by the way. Thank you. That was my granny's name. I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's better than what my husband did. He gave my daughter um, the Eagles quarterback name for her middle name. So Carson Wentz at the time, because that was 2018 when they won the Super Bowl. Okay. So he's like, I'm naming her middle name's going to be Carson. It's like, whatever. All right. It's like, you know what? Fine. But we're even for that black eye now. Exactly. Like that, that's it. That's your one favor you get yes. from that. Yep. No more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second, this my second daughter, we waited until birth to find out the gender. And I thought it was a boy the whole time. Even, even the video, because I pulled her out myself. And I was like, it's a boy. And the nurse was like, she, like, moved the umbilical cord. She's like, no, it's a girl. I was like, <laughs> I just thought it was a boy for sure. So I had no girl names. And it was, like, day two in the hospital. I'm like, just write something. Like, Nick, just write something. And he came up with Madeline and Jade. And I'm like, okay, it's not bad. But, okay. Yeah. What do you mean you pulled her out yourself? Yeah. Um, it was, like, instinct. <laughs> Okay, so actually with my first daughter, I didn't like the doctor. I didn't trust him. Okay. So I didn't really want him to touch her, I guess. So as soon as I saw her, I was just like, I just grabbed her. It was pure instinct. Mine now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then the second one, I was like, I want to do that again. Because that was just really cool to like, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. That's <laughs> that's so impressive. I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. That's that's something to unpack right there. Yeah. Um. Wow. It was cool. Nick must have been shocked. No, he forgot it. He blacked out the whole thing. Okay, so his first daughter with his first wife, she had a C-section. He passed out <laughs> while they were cutting her open. Okay. So this birth, he had to... So for my first daughter, he had to stand behind me because if he saw blood, he was going to pass out. Oh, my gosh, she's going to kill me. I'm glad he doesn't listen to my stuff. <laughs> so he's standing behind me, and he's yeah. not really uh, – it's like 4 in the morning. You know, you've been bedside. Like, yeah, it's – and he just forgot. And I was like, yeah, I, I was telling this story to someone, and he's like, you didn't do that. And I was like – I want to smack you so bad right now. You're going to tell me how the birth went? Yeah, really? Yeah. Like, bro, you were half conscious. How the fuck do you know? Exactly. So the second one, I was like, you're filming this. <laughs> because every time you tell me I didn't do it, I'm going to show you this. So did he have to wear like the whole <laughs> sterile gown and everything? Because I didn't. I was in like cargo shorts yeah. and a black t-shirt. No, you didn't have time. to wear anything. My mom was there too, except for my mom was... She had, like, asked the nurses for extra pillows for herself. So she had about seven pillows over in the corner, <laughs> relaxing. Was she making a fort? What was she doing? <laughs> the doctor actually called her Princess P because she had to have so many pillows. <laughs> she's, she's just one of those people that can get comfy anywhere. Well, they will make yeah, sure that they're with comfy enough pillows. anywhere. Yeah, you give me seven exactly. pillows. Yeah, I could get comfortable anywhere too. Yeah, and they were both freaking out the whole time, and I'm like, I'm the one in labor. Like, relax. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I didn't play a tremendous role in it, so I can't really, you know, take credit. But, but. Uh, Did nah. you read books ahead of time? Did you know what was going to happen, or it was just like? Let's roll with this. I was kind of a let's roll with it kind of guy. Okay. You know? What did, did anything surprise you about the process? Yes. At one point. <laughs> I never. At one point, uh, you know, she, she, she had the Pitocin drip to, mm -hmm. you know, initiate movement. Yeah. And then the epidural to just, you know, numb from the waist down. And I guess you don't think about all the things you can't feel when you're numb from the waist down. So she's halfway out of it. She's pushing. And lets one of the loudest farts I've ever heard in my life go. <laughs> Which, she's right? I mean, you. that's funny enough as it is. But, like, she doesn't know what's going on. She can't feel it. She's like, yeah. oh, no, I think something happened. Like, yeah, you oh, fucking she didn't farted. She didn't know that that's what that was. That is Me so and the doctor funny. are, are yeah. laughing hysterically. <laughs> That would be a scary sound, though, and you're expecting a, a yeah, baby. Yeah, especially when it, it sounds like a canvas sheet ripping in half. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Is she okay with you telling this story? She'll be fine. Okay. No, she was, she was an absolute trooper. We had uh, uh, Sinatra playing. We had a Sinatra playlist going. Um oh. I mean, she banged this out in, like, three sets of three pushes. It was push, wow. push, push, catch your breath, push, 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 catch your breath, push, push, boom, done. Wow. I mean, it, it, it was over That's in the quick. blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I say that she fucking trooped her way through that pregnancy and, and, and birth, I am not exaggerating. She made it look easy. Mm -hmm. She made it look easy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was impressive. 
<laughs> so you guys had a birth song? No. Like, or just Not Sinatra like a, on the whole just time? Just Sinatra okay. on. Yeah, it was just, just a Sinatra playlist. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Those are the births that, you know, you, you hear about and you're like, all right, I can do this. It's easy. And then you have one of those that it's like, ah, like 17 hours in labor or yeah. Yeah. or pushing for that long. Yeah. So. No, this one looked. Now, when my daughter came out, I mean, <laughs> that's when the bleeding started. Oh. Uh, she took like half of her with her. I mean, they were they were talking about doing you know some emergency work wow. and transfusions and like I, it was on the fence about whether she was going to make it or not. So oh, I was goodness. fucking terrified. Yeah. At that point, and it's like you know dividing my attention between my brand new baby that I that I want to give attention to, mm-hmm. and you know my wife at the time who's probably dying a little bit. It was it was a little yes, little stressful at that yeah. point. And you're already so tired and. Yeah. And she, they're both tired. Wow, yeah. I can't imagine that. That is scary. Well, I mean, it, you know, it worked out fine. Yeah. It worked out. Exactly. The coolest part, the absolute, my favorite part of the whole birth was, you know, after, after my daughter comes out. And I would talk to her in utero for the entire, you know, uh, nine Aww, months. Yeah, so, she, you know, I wanted her to, to hear to my voice and voice. everything. And so they, they pull her out and, uh, you know, she comes out silently. And, of course, we're waiting for that, that first cry. And when she first starts crying, I didn't realize it at the time. I was holding my breath. Uh, so as soon as she, ah, and starts <gasps> I took my first breath since she oh. came out. Like, I, I didn't realize I was holding my breath for that long. And then uh, they put her on the table and start cleaning her off. And I, I put my hand on her torso, which is like the entire size of her entire, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. And I get in her ear and I just start whispering to her. And as soon as I start talking to her, she stops just reaches up and grabs my finger and just like kind of goes to sleep oh my goodness (laughs) yeah that is so precious i mean it was absolutely it was it was heart melting yeah in those moments it's so chaotic during that time to have that memory and that moment with her and you remember it yeah so special i mean i remember the entire experience so vividly i really do it's like i mean i was so present yeah for all of it that's awesome that was great and, you know, of course, the, the hospital staff, this was on uh, Fort Benning. Okay. Um, and they were they were skeptical. They're like, yeah, you think you're going to pass out, Dad? I'm like, no, I'm probably going to be good. Like, I've, I've seen a little bit of blood in the infantry. He's like, yeah, ah, that's what they all say. And no, oh. it, was, it was really, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, because I know I didn't even expect what to happen. I never seen a birth before. So. <laughs> yeah. But I'm kind of glad I didn't because it, you know, it makes more anxiety if you know what's some it's good to go in blind sometimes. Sometimes it's good to go in blind. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, roll with the punches as they come. Mhm. Yeah. Absolutely. I did not think we would be talking about I didn't I thought we'd be trading war stories, not birth stories today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that not a war story uh, You're right. unto itself? You're right. It, it definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I'll swing it around to a war story then. We were on patrol, and uh, we saw this, this cow giving birth um, somewhere. Yeah, there's like in, in, in Sadr, Iraq. And uh, one, of our, one of the squad leaders in the platoon, this guy Bia, this giant fucking roided out Haitian, it's like I got this. He comes over and ends up pulling because the cow was in trouble, and one of the one of the local nationals was trying to assist it and having okay. a really hard time. So he ends over and ends up coming over and just jerking this thing out of 
at a mama cow and cow was fine. Wow. Yeah, the cow started licking her licking her calf and just... the farmer was real appreciative and uh yeah, we went on from there. Wow, that's had... something I never would have thought. Yeah, had a great what rest happened? of the patrol. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> that is cool though. I yeah. mean, I always think about how at the fair, well, at least in Wisconsin, they always have a big arena and it's a cow about to give birth. And people will literally sit around for hours waiting for this cow to give birth in, in the middle of <laughs> Yeah. Is what you do in fucking Wisconsin? Like... There's always an exhibit there. Yeah. <laughs> and I've sat and waited, especially as a young kid. I was like, I want to see this okay. happen. <laughs> and there's like a little timer or countdown how long it's been um they'll have someone come and check it once in a while and they'll give a update (laughs) on how close they are when i was a kid i'd go to like the fairs upstate new york my cousin and i would stand there watching the cows just hoping to see one of them take a shit like right or the horses that was comedic gold yes (laughs) yes that was yeah that's what made, they call it the Dairyland. We're proud of those cows. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I got to get back out to Wisconsin. I went to a, a wedding out there once for a, a buddy. Uh, he wasn't in my platoon. He was in my company. And um, we had a great time. The, Where the was it? Apple. Appleton? Apple was, Appleton. Yeah, Appleton. Okay, yeah. Appleton, Wisconsin. By Green Bay. And uh, man, the hospitality out there was second to none. We're friendly people. You were a friendly people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, no, it was cool. From from checking in and, and, you know, getting a great room and them helping us. Oh, you want a hot tub? Yeah, we'll make it work. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, the, the, the people tending bar at the wedding, like everyone we ran into was exceptional. Did you have an old-fashioned? No. I didn't have an old-fashioned, <gasps> but I did uh, manage to find a bottle of Heaven Hill. And I'm not – yeah, you squint when I say that because it's not a common – like. I got this thing. I really like sipping really good whiskey okay. and shooting really cheap whiskey. <laughs> Heaven Hill, when I lived on Long Island, this is I lived on Long Island at the time. This is a number of years ago. Uh, you could you could buy like a liter of Heaven Hill for like nine ninety nine. I mean, this is garbage fucking whiskey. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so, I love it then. Oh, it's the best. I love it too. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, this is this is kind of what we want to shoot. Yeah. You know, we had made friends with the the bartender at the at the wedding. And like, you don't happen to have Heaven Hill, do you? And she's like, "Wait one." She goes back. She finds this bottle. It's dusty as shit. Like, she knows how bad this whiskey <laughs> yes. is. And she pours it that we didn't even have to pay for it. She's like, "I can't in good conscience consciousness charge someone for this no. like this is just yours take it I it was great love it. it sounds like you have just a nostalgia for it i do yeah. i do if i found it in the liquor store today i i mean yeah I'd, i would have to buy it yes i'd have to buy them out because i mean i never see it yeah i i have that with <laughs> it's called five o'clock vodka and it's probably yeah nine dollars for a handle and it's just that that nostalgia like we used to shoot it in high school and okay Yes, so I would be so excited if I saw that at a wedding. I'd be like, what? What is this doing here? The only other liquor that I feel that nostalgia about, I think it's called Taka, Taka Vodka. Oh my gosh, I almost said Taka because no it shit. was 5 o'clock or Taka. Oh my that God. Was what we were, okay, 
So Taka was Send the it. cheaper one. Yes. And it was a whole handle for nine ninety nine. Uh-huh. And yeah, we would get our hands on that and have a great night. Taka yeah, Taka was 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 rough. Oh, I worked at an MMA gym in Atlanta. <laughs> and it was you know, it was kind of a kind of a rough crowd and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of a, a rough staff as well. We were all a little little edgy. And uh, there was a liquor store like around the corner that we used to go to all the time and there was a Oh, what was it? Not a not a Seven Eleven. Not a maybe it was a Circle K. One of those okay. style like yeah. gas stations mm-hmm. with the fountain machine that you could. So we you know hit yep. the liquor store and then hit the Circle K. Oh yes. And you know we get our fountain drink and get back and we're fucking spiking oh, it. Oh yes. And we had this whole code because anytime we tried to put something on debit, you know they would they would tell us aggressively like five dollar minimum. Okay, oh, all right, all right, okay. no problem. Just give me two then. You try to buy one pint on, mm-hmm. like, no, $5 minimum. They were, So that turned into our code, where if, you know, I'm making a run to the liquor store and uh, maybe you're in a meeting with a client, I just kind of poke my head in the, in the office and go, hey, man, uh, $5? And, uh, I love that. Yeah, and then they would indicate <laughs> you know, one or two. They'd indicate how many, you know, pints of taka vodka mm. they want me to buy them. Yeah. So it oh, wasn't uncommon man. for us. Hey, bro, uh, Fidara? Mm, yeah, two. Yeah. I was. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and then we'd go back to the gym and drink and then, you know, beat the shit out of each other. It was a great job. I loved yeah. it. Oh, man, that stuff. I don't think I could drink it now just because of the hangover. <sighs> I would drink it just for the challenge. Right? Maybe yeah. cut it with, it... Uh, with Pedialyte? Yes. Yeah, or pickle juice, something. Oh, yeah. Pickle with... juice. Oh. <gasps> So you must love picklebacks. I've I've had a few. Yeah. Picklebacks are special. <laughs> they are. I I would I even have I have a problem throwing away pickle jars now because I think I'm going to be hungover and so I save the juice. Oh yeah, no, I absolutely rejar the juice. I don't yeah. I do not throw away pickle juice. No, I can't. I can't. I'm like this is so valuable. It is. Why would you throw that away? It's liquid gold. Yeah. It's it's basically like an IV. It's an it's it an is. oral IV, man. It is. It's oral it rehydration salt mm-hmm. in its purest form. It really is. Why don't they just sell that? Right? As your hangover, you don't need liquid IV or anything fancy. It's got all that sugar. You need pickle juice. You need That's pickle gonna juice. It's going to save man. you. It is. Mhm. That's the shit. I uh I got a buddy. <laughs> I don't want to name her by name, but uh yeah, she she makes this drink uh called Tedialyte, which is oh. Tito's and Pedialyte. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And how does – is it pretty effective? It's highly effective. I mean, first and foremost, it's fucking delicious. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you're, you're hydrating really effectively mm-hmm. while you're drinking pretty decent vodka. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, you mm-hmm. know, zero hangover. It's, like it's spectacular. That. Yeah. I like that because I'm at the point where I – I can't drink anything with sugar in it anymore with alcohol. I have to Fuck do club no. soda uh-huh. or beer. That's it. Yeah. That's all I can do. Yeah. The sugary drinks, I'm I'm going to feel that the next day. No. It's like, going to hurt. I, I can't even do White Claw, Truly's. Really? Yes. They've White really Claws been bugging me. have two grams of carbs, and that's not even all sugar. Like, there is, like, nothing in there to. I don't know. Really? Mm-mm. It's that rough, Steering huh? Steering clear. I'd rather just drink beer. No shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And by beer, I mean Michelob Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I don't think I've... I'm trying to think when the last time I drank was. 
I can't even remember. I I so rarely drink. Wow. At this point. Yeah, it's hard, especially with kids and. It's not even that. I mean, they've legalized so many other things in Virginia oh, that oh, it's like, yes. what the fuck is the point? Like <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> you can literally get get like weed and dry mushrooms delivered to your house in Virginia. Well, good thing I'm here. Right? I think I found out what I'm going to do for the rest of the day. There you go. You can walk into a dispensary in D.C. and walk out with a bag of pot and mushrooms. Are there dispensaries in Virginia or they'd have to deliver them? I think the dispensaries are in D.C. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't want to speak like the authority on this, but I don't believe there are dispensaries in D.C. I know that – actually, now that I think about it, the, the delivery service does have a pickup location. Oh, But yes. it's in Hudson Yard. It's in D.C. Gotcha. And you're not buying – Weed, you're buying a sticker. I've also bought a pep talk. A pep talk? Yes. I don't know about that. I think they're pretty, like, pretty upfront about, like, here's your marijuana. <laughs> like, I... No, or, not no, in D.C. Not, not in D.C.? that I've been there, because I'm a federal employee. That's right. Um, but I have seen that you go there and you can buy stickers they're still doing that okay so you're not buying it's a free gift of weed <laughs> got that it comes with the okay. pep talk you got you bought because yeah. you're you're that. buying a bag that's like you know scent proof and uh, since you're buying the bag we're just going to throw in an eighth of mushrooms yes yeah yes the bag okay. costs 60 dollars. yes but the, the mushrooms are free so <laughs> Hey, you got to work around it. You got to work around it somehow. Mm-hmm. That's that's a hell of a workaround. <laughs> yeah. Outstanding. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I'm glad you came in today. This is yeah. great. Learned a lot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think my greatest takeaway was the, 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 the boat booze. I love that. <laughs> and it's funny because I haven't thought about that in years. And now I'm going to have to make a clip about it. There you go. There you go. That's that's content right there. Yes. I want I want to see this the the, the application process to be one's boat boo. Yeah. Oh, I gotta take that out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you got it somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. I've always kept copies of all the weird shit that I've made, like weird requisition forms or fake themed menus for you know whatever. I I've always kept a number of copies. Over the it's hard. I feel like maybe it's on an old Hotmail account. Or something. Hard copies, man. I keep yeah. this shit in a filing cabinet. That's smart. I keep it on digits and hard copies, just in case. I need to be more thorough about that. You do. You're a millennial. You should know this shit. Like, come on. Well, I've You're the always... millennial veteran. Yeah, but I'm in the mindset, oh, it's on the internet somewhere, so I can find it again. Uh, you know, yeah. there's YouTube videos of me from fourth grade, so <laughs> I, I can go back and find anything. That's right. You're one of the younger millennials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this is great. Thank you so much for coming in. This is a lot of fun. Yes, this is a great time. My cheeks hurt. I haven't laughed this while, this hard in a while. So outstanding. That makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, safe travels back. Thank you. Yeah.